Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to the Saint Happy Hour podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) The zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. (laughs) (laughs) They'd get his... (laughs) I don't even have a joke, Dave! (laughs) Dave Dave smells like nougat! Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by you, the fans. We are five $12 donations away from getting an extra second bonus podcast a month. With all the Saints things happen, you're going to want the podcast. Go to the website, click the donate button, donate $12, five more donations. That's $60. Dave's mom might be able to swing that. And give it to us. So we may do an abuse. I feel donate. like we've got a. I mean, Dave's mom has done her part. Yeah, she has. And she's given. A, she's given. Like, she's I'm gonna given, feel. I'm gonna start to feel real guilty if she gives any more. Yeah, I, I feel like I've had it. I feel like she's given me enough of Dave's inheritance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she uh, can afford it. Kevin, uh, I'm gonna quote. But thank you. We appreciate. We appreciate it. it. We, yeah. we thank you. Thank you, Dave's mom. <laughs> we do. Kevin, I feel like to quote Anchorman, the Brandon Cook situation, that escalate that escalated quickly. Oh, by that the, escalated. By that the escalated. Way, by yes, the way, did. I'm I'm on my my third drink, my third uh, Basil Hayden uh, bourbon, courtesy of my wife as an early birthday gift. My wife. My wife. But Kevin, I feel like it escalated quickly. I mean, it was like, oh, they might be trading him to like we had trade offers, and today. Uh, Kevin, do you want to describe to the people what happened on the Twitters and the social media? Because it was just—I need like a Venn Venn diagram or something. It was—it was kind of crazy. Well, I don't think you need a Venn diagram for this. I think you'd need a flow chart for this. Um, It was just—excuse me. It was uh, first. It was uh, Mike Thomas went on Twitter, or no, Willie Sneed went on Twitter first and said something. Then Mike Thomas went to Twitter and said a couple more things. Then Brandon Cook said something, but then deleted that tweet. And then, oh, now I can't remember the fella's name. Keenan um, Lewis. Keenan Lewis went on Instagram. <laughs> well, that like says Instagram something right there. Like Kevin can't even remember his name. Yeah. Well, he... Went on Instagram Live, called Mike Thomas, and then they had a conversation about Brandon Cooks. And then, for some reason, Mike Thomas cops. says that wasn't him. He pulled the to Eddie Murphy and said it wasn't me. He pulled the Eddie yeah. Murphy and said it wasn't me. I think that was Shaggy too. Do- no, I think that was Shaggy though. Yeah, Eddie Murphy too. Uh, and you <laughs> forgot about you forgot about Brandon. You forgot about Brandon Cooks on Snapchat. I got a bunch of DMs from people thanks to Dylan who tried to give me the play by play of the Snapchat. As people know, if you know about Snapchat, Dylan was sliding into Ralph's DMs. He was. Uh, but him and a bunch of other people. But I, but I, but I believe I, that's what the kids are saying these days. But I, but I single out Dylan because he tried to give me the play-by-play of the Snapchat. I, do, I do not have Snapchat on my phone because I'm a 40-year-old man and I can't explain to the wife why I would have an app where where texts would disappear from people. I can't. I can't have. Oh it. no, Snapchat is acceptable. Oh, it Snapchat is. Snapchat is not like having. Yeah, it's not like having Tinder on your <laughs> on your phone. Well, yes. as, a, as, a married, as a married man, I would hope he doesn't have a grinder on his <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, so, Maybe I that, mean. Not that there's anything wrong with that. So, so, so we got uh, out of Absolutely, hand. there is. <laughs> <laughs> um, Please so, send yeah. all emails to Andrew Jude. Yeah. Curtis, courtesy. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, 
Andrew, you know, is it to the point, you know, I made a joke where I said, look, you know, the, the, the Patriots called up and offered Brandon Cooks. They offered for Brandon Cooks the 32nd pick in the first round. I made a joke that Loomis should have thanked Bill Belichick for ruining the Atlanta Falcons organization for the next generation and then told him to play in traffic for such a crappy offer for Brandon Cooks. But then I thought about it some more, and maybe the Saints were like, God, we got to get rid of this guy. He's off his lid. He's a cancer. We got to unload him. I got to make like a trade market for him. Maybe if I leak it that the Patriots are offering me the 30-second pick, I can get more teams involved. Like, what's your feeling on where the Saints are on the need to trade Brandon Cooks? One being they're not trading him unless they get exactly what they want. Ten being we got to get him up out of here. Well, I don't believe that they're not going to trade him unless they get what they want. I, I don't believe that. I think he's gone no matter what. Now, I think they're being smart about it. And I think they're playing offers off each other. And Cooks is a marketable guy that a lot of teams like, that a lot of teams want. And so uh, I think it's just Loomis being diligent, not showing all his cards, and trying to maximize the value so he can get as big of a return as possible. Um, You know, what's shocking to me in all this is, Peyton's not even denying it. I mean, no. They're not even trying to deny it. They've, no, they're he was not. on ESPN today, and he basically told Susie Culber, he was like, yeah, we're, we're, we're shopping. He said, we're not shopping him, but we're listening off. Well, listen, and, call, and, call me. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> listen, we're, we're trying to improve our defense. And so, I mean, to me, that was just like, yeah, you know, he's not untouchable, you know, and I, yeah, it's you know what's incredible to me is you look at I mean Galette and, and Keenan Lewis I mean they are hated they are despised amongst the fan base I remember a time not too long ago that all both of those guys were adored I mean just absolutely loved uh, especially Keenan Lewis and um, I feel like Cooks is going that way too man and I, it's different um, you know obviously. Galette had a lot of off the field stuff. And so, you know, I'm not ready to assassinate Cooks as as a person. Um, But certainly you're seeing some of this similar, like selfish, uh, bad teammate, bad locker room stuff. Fans always want the loyalty one way. Like the fans want you to do whatever they want you to do to help the Saints win. And if you don't do that, then they kick you to the curb. You know, yeah, this plan plan was set in motion back in. November or whenever it was. When, what was the reporter that first reported it? We when, got Ian Rappaport. When they we when they him. he had when it. they played. Dave, are you? That's classic Dave. Classic. classic. No, but I. No, but you know, like it's wait, when, wait, wait. when this, when this happened last season. Oh, is Dave back? Yeah, Dave, are you back? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, technically, I never left. But, um, <laughs> oh, you, oh, you left. No. <laughs> I mean, this this plan has been set in motion since November, whenever whatever game that was when they played. The, I think it was the Niners, and Cooks didn't get any touches, and he complained. Yeah. Uh, I, this, I, I really genuinely think that this all stems from that. That is just the kind of bullshit that Peyton cannot stand, will not tolerate. Um, you know, this is sort of the 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 new. Peyton regime. You know, he, since last season, he's kind of I think been trying to get back to that tough, hard-ass 2006, it's my way or the highway uh, kind of kind of attitude. I think he got a little lazy in the years prior. And, uh, and, I, and I genuinely think from the second that Brandon Cooks complained that week, he didn't get any touches, Peyton was like, fuck that. I'm, <laughs> I'm tolerating you through this season, and come this offseason, uh, I'm getting rid of your ass. Well, I, I yeah. really, I really and, and you know, I think at the time, I mean, I think we can all, I can speak for all of us, we all like Brandon Cooks, or at least we liked him. And I think a lot of the fans feel the same way. You know, we all thought we were getting this high-character guy that, um, you know, was kind of a model citizen. And so th- this kind of caught us all by surprise. And so I think at first we kind of all gave him a pass. Um, and then, you know, there were some people say, well, look, Mark Ingram did the same thing. But, you know, one, looking back now, there's one big difference between Ingram and, and Cooks. And that's it. Ingram, after the game, immediately apologized and said yep. that was wrong. That's a good point. It was, it was, it was selfish. And, you know, I regret doing it, um, but I just, in the heat of the battle in game, 
on the sideline. It's just my emotions got the best of me. And then it was, and, and then it's for, then when you do that as a football player, like coaches understand that like they yell yeah, at each other yeah. they scream like like as long as after the game you're like look i just i lost my shit like and so i i think <laughs> yeah so i i think i think that was one thing i think when when basically cooks has his agent leak yeah that he's unhappy to the media and then he's approached about it and he says closed mouths don't get fed like that that like i'm kind of kicking myself for not being more being harder on him at the time because that's a i mean that's a clear example of a terrible teammate to say well, something like that here, after a here, big win yeah here's here's the question though and this is the fun part kevin you of course are the president and chairman of the the trade down association you want the saints to actually select the player trade down uh so as we look <laughs> at trade different trade scenarios for brandon cooks the most interesting one I saw today was people are rumored that Tennessee has will would be willing maybe to offer the Saints the fifth and 18th pick for the Saints, Brandon Cooks, number 11, and the Saints' third round pick. As president of the Trade Down Association, how do you feel about that? Say it, I'm, you got to repeat. Repeat that one because it's, it start like you started it, to like turn it. it, it sorry, it's the Saints trade Brandon Cooks and the number eleven pick to Tennessee for number five, okay. number eighteen, and the Saints have to send a third round pick back. No, no, no. no. See, Kevin he, doesn't like it because he he doesn't subscribe to the value of, of picks. He just hears two picks for two picks and Brandon Cooks. Well, yeah, is that, is I that, mean, is that it's, fair? It's like it's a fair. It's a, I I don't know. I don't know if I look at it as necessarily two picks for two picks. I look at it as uh, I don't like giving up the third. And uh, now, obviously, hang on. Okay, I just want to make sure I wasn't muted. Um, I don't like giving up the third. Obviously, uh. And hey, in the Jimmy Graham trade, giving back the fourth really chapped my ass. I know it doesn't seem like a big thing, but you know, I mean, it did. I agree. You know, I, like why? I think if it was like, we'll give you cooks, give us the eighteenth. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, like I could, you. I could deal with that. Like, I could maybe I could pick and be done with it. Like I could deal with that, I I I wouldn't necessarily be completely thrilled. I don't know. I still feel like there's. I still feel like multiple picks. Like I, I don't know. Because you, you want like a first Cooks, and something. Cooks has the potential. Cooks has the potential to be somebody's number one. Uh, and I just think that uh, I think the Saints ought to, ought to be able to get more. Like if it was if it was a I one think and a Cook, three. I think Cooks would be great for the Titans too. And I the, think that's and, a and, good AFC, and the AFC South is a garbage division. Like you can make the case. Yeah, right. That, like if Tennessee, you can absolutely if you, steal it. If you get Brandon Cooks and you get twelve hundred yards and ten touchdowns out of Brandon Cooks for the eighteenth pick or whatever you give up to the same, like you can win that division. But I guess the interesting thing to me, Dave, about the whole Brandon Cooks trade is like Saints fans. And Saints media are like, Saints can trade Brandon Cooks. The offense will be fine. Give us the picks. And the national media is like, Brandon Cooks is second in most 30-yard uh, pass plays uh, to Odell Beckham the last three years. And he can be a star. And he's transformative. Uh, why are the Saints trying to get rid of him? He can be in a star. Like there's a big disconnect between I feel like between the national media and Saints fans. Do you feel that? And how do you feel about Brandon Cooks leaving in general in the Saints offense? Well, I mean, I I, I do think that if Cooks left, the Saints would would be fine, but only because I feel like somehow, some way, Peyton would do something to replace that. I mean, you can't. <clears throat> I mean, Cooks was a huge deep threat, a long ball threat. Um, he he great number and lose that and not replace it i mean yes i know mike thomas we're expecting big things but uh 
has always liked a small um, guy like Matt. Matt. To be honest with you, Cooks has been used more as a deep threat than I ever thought he would be. I, I would have thought he would have been more like a Brandon Sproles, more like a scat back kind of thing, catching short. Wow, that, what a Ralph <laughs> moment for Dave right there. <laughs> Brandon Sproles. <laughs> <laughs> That's the full Ralph. The full. Oh, oh, oh I called him the oh, Darren Sproles. Sorry. The full but, Ralph. Um, but but he has been been used a, a lot as a deep threat, which is kind of surprising. But um, I, I guess all that to say that um, I think the Saints would be fine getting rid of him. I'm I'm sure that they would do something. Um, uh, What's Joe Morgan uh, doing pay, these pay, days? Pay, pay, no, 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 no. Joe Morgan is not. It's not the replacement for Why not? Uh, Brandon Cooks. He is, though. You know, he is. When, when it comes. I mean, to, not when, Joe, when comes... Joe Morgan, but a guy like Joe Morgan. I right, mean, right, right. You're not going to replace Cooks. A lot of the different things that Cooks could do, but in terms of the deep threat thing, I mean, just get a fast guy. Just get a guy that's blazing fast. And this offense has made Devery Henderson, Joe Morgan, and Robert Meacham relevant receivers when no one else could. Um, because of the way that offense is set up. And so, you know, it'll mean more balls for Willie Sneed and, and Mike Thomas, who are very capable players. Yeah. It, Sean, look, Sean, Sean Payton certainly has his flaws, but he has done absolutely in his, in his 11 years here in New Orleans uh, to warrant and, and to, yeah. for us to be second-guessing him as far as the yeah. offense is concerned and the passing and the receiving game is concerned. If you, Sean Payton you knew Sean thinks, Payton thinks he was can... a genius when the missing piece to his offense two years ago was Michael Ho Omanawanui. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> if, the, but, but that's... If, if Sean Payton thinks that, if Sean thinks get rid of Brandon Cooks and be fine, I don't think there is one goddamn person on this planet who has a right to question him. Well, you know what, though, Andrew, that you make a joke about it, but it really was true. Like, two years ago, Sean Payton went, ah, shit, we, 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 our offensive line kind of sucks. We got to go... We got to go three tight ends to make defenses show us what they're doing. Hey, New England, we'll give you Hicks. Uh, give us your your third tight end. And he switched the offense around, and he made Ben Watson a goddamn star, kind of. Like, yeah. And then this year, he went into the year, and he was like, we're going to go three tight ends again. We're going to get Fleener, and that's what we're kind of going to roll with. Then they picked Mike Thomas, and they're like, oh, yeah, Mike Thomas is awesome. Yeah, we're going back to three wides. So, like, I think that's a good point, but – I guess, Kevin, my point my point is with Brandon Cooks is on the fun meter, Brandon Cooks, he wasn't quite as fun as Sproles, but he was fucking fun with the 80-yard bombs, the 98-yard bombs. Uh, on the fun scale, what are the Saints losing by losing Cooks? Well, I mean, you spelled it out right there. I don't have to say anything else. Like that, like the guy was, the guy was the vertical threat, and yeah, it's disappointing. That, that that he's that he's gone, but eh, like <laughs> if 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 the lock if if all this is starting this much crap with with the locker room, then th- then the guy's got to go. So what mm-hmm. I mean, what do you, Andrew? I'll start with you. Let's say mm-hmm. the Saints deal Brandon Cooks. Let's not get into what they get back from, but do you think he will put up as good a numbers? As he put up with the Saints, wherever he goes, if he goes to Philly or Tennessee, do you think he'll put up as good a numbers? I, I mean, yeah, I do. I do. And so I don't think this is a, you know, Meacham or um, Lance Moore type situation. Well, they I mean, were done. I, I well, the thing I, is, the one thing I'll say about Lance Moore and Devery Henderson when they left, they were done as Me- players. I said Meacham. Oh, yeah. Me- yeah. Well, Meacham, yeah. Did. He, he did steal some of that Charger money. Yeah, so I, I no, I I think um, I think it's more of a Darren Sproles or or Malcolm Jenkins type thing where you know he hits the ground running where he goes. But um, I, I mean I said this before. I mean Cooks in some ways is underutilized in this offense. I mean I I think he he's he has tremendous value for this offense and he makes it work and and he has the ability to really help this offense make plays, but. Um, I think he can do so much more than what he's being asked to do in this offense. And I think there are limitations with the way Breeze plays quarterback. I think Cooks is small. He need, he needs more time to separate from bigger corners sometimes, and he's not great against the press if a guy gets his hands on him. 
But if you get a quarterback like Roethlisberger or Rodgers, Mariota's another guy that can have the escapability with their feet that Breeze doesn't have, that can buy more time, that can allow his route to develop. Um, you know, you give, give Cooks that extra second to get open, um, and he can be deadly. So I think in some ways a quarterback that hangs on to the ball a little bit longer um, would be to his benefit. And you look at what – I mean, I, Antonio Brown's a receiver with a very similar makeup to Cooks, and you see what he's been able to do with Roethlisberger as his quarterback. I don't think Brown would be as good um, with a different quarterback, uh, you know, with, with Breeze, for example. Um, but, you know, I don't think Colston would have been as good with Roethlisberger, so that's not a dig on Breeze. It's yeah. just a different style. Yeah, and it'll be it'll be interesting, but I, I guess um, as we – as we go to this, I'll start with you, Kevin. Do you think Brandon Cooks will still be a saint when I'm drunk at the German restaurant in Paraland on my birthday Thursday night? Will will, Brand, will Brandon Cooks still be a saint when I'm shit-faced? Thursday night, yes. Dave, will Brandon Cooks still be a saint when I'm uh, three sausages in and four beers in? The beer garden in Paraland is awesome. The sausage plate's magnificent. When, I, with, I with Ralph, I know that's three sausages in. Wiener schnitzel down his throat. You gotta believe it, dude. I get the I get the half schnitzel, the three sausages, the three sides, and the liter of beer. That's the start. <laughs> but uh, to answer your question, yes, I, I think he will. This, this could go all the way. To, this could end up being like a draft day trade. See, uh, I don't know if I. I think the Saints got to get this done, man, because they got to go into free agency and they got to figure out like if they want to. If they, if Brandon Cooks leave, they got to get get like a guy to try to replace his deep threat, and they got to, you know, Andrew. I think I think it's kind of got to get done by my birthday. Am I wrong? Yeah, but what, your birthday is when Thursday. Thursday. So that's when free agency starts. And what, what time? What time would you say you're shit faced on Thursday? I'll be shit faced probably about eight thirty. Yeah, I think he's traded before then. I oh. think he'll be traded by 5 o'clock on Thursday. Wow. Maybe give it a couple hours, but uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't see I – mean, we're past the point of return here. I mean, Loomis and Peyton have both admitted that he's out. He, he's already gone on Twitter. I mean, there's already problems, you know, amongst the players. Oh. There's already talking. I, he, they, they can't afford to let this keep dragging out. Well, Okay. I mean, it's it's already a, a bad look for the <laughs> franchise. It's it's getting a little embarrassing. All right. Well, I'm going to start with you, Kevin. Uh, if we all agree that Brandon Cooks eventually will be traded, give me what you think they end up getting for him. I think they'll end up getting a. I I, I don't think they'll end up getting a first. I think it'll end up being like a second. Uh, 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 well, I'll be back. I'm like second and a fourth or something. That's horrible, Dave. What are they going to end up getting? Uh, maybe they'll get a first round pick, but they'll have to also give up like a a late round, like a fourth or something like. That. Gross. Andrew, what are they going to end up getting? Uh, I I mean. The reports right now, the rumors are that the Titans are the favorites. So I think that scenario that you proposed, I don't like it. Um, But I think it's going to be a blockbuster trade. I think the Saints are going to get the fifth overall pick. They're going to get the 18th pick. They're going to give up Cooks in the 11th. Um, And, you know, they might have to give up a third or a fourth as well. Um, And I'm not going to love that. Um, But the Saints would move up six spots in the draft. Um, and, you know, have an opportunity at number five to maybe pick Jamal Adams or, you know, a difference maker on defense and then, um, and then have another first round pick. Do the Saints have a third, do the Saints have a third round pick this year? Yeah. The only thing they're missing is a fifth. Fifth. I'm going to say, Kevin, I'm going to say, I'm going to agree with Andrew. I think the Saints are going to end up, it's going to be Cooks and the 11th for the fifth and the 18th. And the Saints are going to send back their fourth Kevin, how excited would you be if the Saints did the Brandon Cooks trade where they got the 5th and the 18th and then traded down from the 5th? Like, how excited would that make you? 
If they okay, so if they did all that and traded down from the fifth, I would then be happy. <laughs> I mean, it. How much? Well, how many picks are they getting for the fifth? Like two. Well, it depends. I Maybe mean, three. If you trade down from five to you know, if you trade down five or six spots, you're getting at least a third or a second. You know, I mean, if you trade from fifth to like the high twenties, you're probably getting. A second and a first next year. Yeah, definitely. Take it. But see that. Take it. See, I know that excites Kevin, but Andrew, I'm president of of YOLO 2017, and trading for a first round pick in 2018, as exciting as it is, YOLO. It that's completely anti YOLO. No, I, I think YOLO, YOLO YOLO is probably packaging the fifth and the eighth <laughs> once you get it, moving up to one and getting Miles Garrett. <laughs> I'm not for that though. That's not YOLO. That's just dumb. Uh, uh, that that's that's to me. I'm not for that. Um, <laughs> really, really, I'm I'm YOLO, but that's I just feel like one guy in fixing it. You know, like I much yeah. rather like any two defensive players that you can imagine or. Or I'm even for taking uh, Christian McCaffrey because the Saints, that, Saints Twitter the, and the national media would freak the fuck out. The thing that makes me so nervous about that that possible trade is let's say they do give up their fourth. That means the Saints would have no fourth and no fifth. And there is no way in hell They're going Loomis, to, is, waiting, Loomis is just going to sit on there. his hands yep. for two rounds. No I mean, he's, way. He's gonna package a bunch of stuff to get back in. <laughs> he, he's like, he's like a guy that's got a problem. He just needs the action. He needs to be. Yeah. In, he needs to be in on the action, man. He's like, he's like me. I can't. Like, I have to have some sort of action on the NFL Sunday. Like, he, I just, he's like I that to. guy playing Texas Hold'em that, like, you know, after you know, he he folds a few hands. You know, he gets two seven off suit, and he folds and he folds and he folds. You know, kind of picking his spots. But then he just gets to a point where he's about 45 minutes in and he just can't handle it. it. He's like, all right, I'm all in. I'm all in. Deuce 10. I'm going all in. Fuck it. (laughs) Uh, So now we're going to play my favorite game. I played it in a column today on WWL TV. Uh, Let's spend Tom Benson's money. Uh, Me and Andrew did the prep work. Kevin and Dave did not, but we got them some websites. We are each going to spend $150 million in free agency. Uh, and I'm going to go first, and I'm going to make Dave's head explode because I am re-signing Nick Fairley three years, $30 million is my opening move. They got to keep Fairley. You are such a dumb motherfucker. <laughs> they got to keep him. They got to keep him. He's the, he's the main reason the run defense was a lot better. He had six and a half sacks. I think they can get him for three years, $30 million. Uh, and they can eject after two years. But that's my first move. Dave, what is your first move for the Saints and free agency? Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm debating whether I would go cornerback or uh, linebacker. I, I'd probably, uh, I don't know, maybe Malcolm Butler. See, he's a restricted free agency, though. So you're gonna, if you sign him, you Is gotta he? give up. Yeah, you gotta give up a number one pick. Oh well, we'll have an extra number one pick after the <laughs> trade for Brandon Cooks. You just broke Kevin's heart. <laughs> yeah. So you're going Malcolm Butler. What's the contract for? Like, throw and throw some numbers out. Mm, well, I don't know what the new numbers are gonna be. It's like, uh. Four years, forty million. That's, seems a little low for Malcolm Butler, but we'll allow yeah. it. Kevin, <laughs> your first move for the Saints in free agency—you get to spend one hundred fifty million of Benson's money. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out this this goddamn free agency tracker thing. I'm not getting a dollar amount. You don't get a dollar amount. You just have to throw that out there. You just got to pick your player and then throw the dollar amount out there. Yeah, but so, uh, right, but so I'm looking at the, okay, fine, so I'm looking at the chart then, so am I looking for whoever is a, is a, is a uh, UFA? Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, you can, you can sort All it right, by position, so do you want a corner, do you want a tie, so you think about it, Andrew, who are you going with first? All right, um, Zietler, 
Five years, sixty million. No guard has ever gotten more than ten. Five years, sixty million. <laughs> I like I like the Zietler move. I said, we're losing if we're losing cooks, give me the best guard in football. He is You and, said Zietler? Yeah. Yep. And and the thing I like about him, Andrew, is if they plug him in, it makes their line, except for an injury. Thanks, to, thanks for the memories, Jari. Well, j- look, Jari, I was really happy that he, they re-signed him and he started all 16 games and he gave him oh, a yeah. really nice season. He's awesome. But here's the thing I like about Zeeler is if they sign him, Andrew, they could withstand one major injury on the offensive line that's not Unger and be okay because, say – they signed Zietler and Streif would get hurt. They could move Pete to guard, and then they could move Calumete. They could meet, move Pete to tackle and move Calumete to guard, and they could be okay. You know. Yep. Yep. And if you get healthy, man, you got a kick-ass line. So I, I, I'm all for the Zietler moving. I said five years, sixty million dollars in my column, and yes, it is almost two million dollars more than any guard has ever made. Kevin, do you have someone that you want to sign? All right. Uh, God. All right, let's see. I got to make sure I'm spelling his name right on the thing. His first name is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I feel a sneeze coming, so I apologize if I'm yeah. like, in and out. All right, so if we're oh, getting rid of... Sorry. If we're getting rid of Brandon Cooks, uh, I think we need a wide receiver. <laughs> and we also need a guy who can field uh, kickoffs or punts or whatnot. Yeah. So uh, why I don't like we go? Going. So why don't we go with uh, Corderell Patterson? Nice, nice. And so I say. So let me make sure I got his age right. Okay, so he's only twenty-five. So I say we get him for another four years. I've I've heard the uh, going rate for him is five mil a year, Kev. Well, that that will not be the case here. <laughs> uh, I say I, I say we go four years, and I say we go uh, anywhere from sixteen to eighteen. That's bad. So, you know, I'll, I tell you what, I'll go high. I'll go high. I'll say eighteen. That's not four years, eighteen million. That's not unreasonable for him. We'll see what his uh, I mean, is. Good on Kevin. I mean, that's that's, that's a, a good answer. That's a good. I answer. like that. I like it. And the thing is, the thing. Good Kevin, answer. Good answer. Kevin, good answer. you know that that why that signing would really excite me. It would signal that the Saints are really finally fucking serious about special teams because he can return and he can play gunner and he can catch 30 balls for like 600 yards and that would be a really good signing uh now my next signing uh as people may or may not know i have very very shitty saints sauces uh sauces sauces and my most shitty of saints sauces has Basically, God damn it, Ralph. Just own it. Logan Ryan, four years, $40 million. I'm telling you, he's going to be a saint. He's going to be the first. The Saints will have signed him by Friday morning. He is the guy they want. He's a corner. He's for New England. He's the guy. That's that's the guy. I'm staking my, my, my shitty reporter reputation on it. Dave, who's your next? So you can pretty much book that it's not going to happen. <laughs> um, well, since I'm not going to give Nick Fairley a multi-year contract because I'm not an idiot, <laughs> um, I think we need to get somebody else in the inside. I'm going to go with Kawan Short. He's franchise too. You're giving up the neck. The uh, other they franchise tag. Yeah. Do you know how much Kawan Short is going to cost, Dave? You're yeah, gonna this give, is spend like hundred million dollars. This is spend $150 million of Tom Vince's money. You're spending almost all of it on Kawan Short. Just so well, you it's, know. Well, You're it's not happening spending now. all of it on a franchise player that would almost certainly require two first-round picks as well. Dave's reckless. I like, I like Dave's recklessness. I, I had no idea that he was franchise tag. I don't keep up with this shit anymore. Jesus. <laughs> Unbelievable. The research people expect from this podcast. Donate $12 <laughs> and you can get an extra one every single month. Do well, then I don't know. Can we get Don- can we get Dante Hightower? Yeah, we can. Yes, that we can. All right. Well, then let's get him. 
He's good. Um, let's just throw eight years. Uh, eight million years. That sounds good. That sounds totally good. <laughs> all right. So as long right. as we're being absolutely fucking ridiculous here, Andrew, who's your next move for the Saints? Uh, I I like yours. My next guy is Logan Ryan, four years, forty million. Yeah. Um. So my next one will be. Uh, this was tough. I I I, I want Zietler, but I feel like. <sighs> As much as as he's, as much as we want him, I feel like Leary might be the guy at guard, because they sniffed, you know, they sniffed around him a bunch as a trade mm-hmm. option. I feel like he might be the guy, so I'm gonna go Leary, but I'm gonna go four years, thirty six million for Leary at guard is my guy. So Kevin, who you got? All right, so I am looking at the uh, the UFAs here. And I'm thinking uh, right guard, Evan Mathis uh, from the Cardinals. Uh, He is averaging uh, four mil. So let me make sure I can go back to free agency tracker and pull him up. Kevin's going to like bargain basement shopping. I like it. It's, It's responsible. Yeah, he's 35. Well, that's what I would expect of somebody. I was going to say, Evan Mathis is going to be in a wheelchair by recently. All right, so he's 35 years old. Who, so who who follows the trade down philosophy? So let's More go. So where was he? Shit, I'm trying to find his name again. All right, Cardinals, uh, four million. All right, so let's give him two years, and let's give him a. Let's just give him a quick bump. Two years, five million a piece. Kevin, you're like you're like Kevin's you're, being frugal. He's being frugal. It's like he's doing auction draft. He's gonna have yeah, all the money left like at the end. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm. I, you know. But you see, what's happening is Kevin. If you're the GM is, now, all the good free agents are gone, and you've spent all your time wasting money on middling players that won't help that much. I don't know. You can get. They, 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 they went. They I did went. like the quarter L Patterson move, though. I do. I mean, you. The thing is, like, you're you're probably better off doing what Kevin does and like signing like nine guys in like the mid range and just no hoping shit, a, hoping a bunch yeah. of them shake out than the big money. But the big money is funner. The big money <laughs> signings are funner. That's a certified fact. Uh, whose turn is it to go again? I forget. Who knows? All right, it's, it's you, Ralph. It's me. Uh, so. <laughs> He's so, so he's so terrible. So I've signed a guy for thirty six, and a guy for forty, and a guy for thirty. So that gives me. You're actually writing this down. Yeah. So it's sixty six and a hundred. So I've got a I've got I've got forty four million left. So mm, here's the thing. It's it's a really tough call because I want another corner. So I'm looking at. Uh, Terrence Newman, who's 39 and old as dirt. Or I could go uh, Prince Amukamara, who got cut. Um, or AJ Boy, but the Texans are probably going to re-sign him. I'm conflicted. I want a linebacker. That the, the guy from the, the, the Carolina that I can't even remember his name. Um, Klein? Klein. I could go him. Uh, but... I'm just like I'm. They're so fucking desperate at defensive end. Like the defensive end for the uh, Patriots. I know I'm overpaying for him, and I know I shouldn't do it. Um, but Jabal Shreed, Shreed is that how you say his name? Sheed. I'm giving Sheed. him thirty million, and I'm using the last four million that I have. And I'm signing Chris Long, which I signed three Patriots. I don't know how the fuck that happened, but it did. Um, so that's my final my final move. There's a lot of there's a lot of Patriots. It's a lot of Patriots. It's a lot of Patriots. I'm not gonna lie, Dave. What's your final uh, move of Tom Benson's money? Um, I guess I'll go with Alshon Jeffrey since we're gonna get rid of. <laughs> Brandon Cooks will get another wide receiver. He's not that franchise be, tag That would be the most Sean Payton of all the Sean Payton moves. <laughs> We're going to trade um, Brandon Cooks, and then they'll give Sean, Alshon Jeffrey like $45 million. That'd be the most Payton 
move of all the Peyton moves. I hope it happens because it would break. The I don't know. Do we have to get? Do we have to give him that much? I was hoping we can give him like six million a year for three years. <laughs> no. <laughs> but hey, it's your world, uh, Kevin. Your final move. <sighs> exactly. Um. Hmm. Shoot. I just ate a whole bag uh, of beef turkey. Kevin, Kevin is. <laughs> Kevin has spent like twenty million dollars, so he's got a hundred and thirty. Yeah, yeah so Kevin, yeah, I know. You better take know, some I'm, big I'm swing. We don't have. I'm all currently night. negotiating between the free agent tracker and this website over the cap. Yeah. So and yeah. they've got like money broken down. I mean, like basically, 12 at this point, Kevin, you're only if you only have one move left, you basically have to trade for JJ Watt and give him a record deal. <laughs> Well, you can do like you can do this like your last move. You can be like, I want to sign A, B, and C. You can sign like two guys if you want. Uh, no. See, I'm not going to do Darrell Rivas because piss on that guy. Um, let's see. I'm lean. Okay, so I'm leaning Brandon Carr. Oh my for God. the Cowboys. God, it's like the Saints have no. Kevin is operating under the 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 delusion that the Saints have no cap space. They have like six dollars and a box of Junior Mints. So, so let's see. So his base set, like I'm, listen, I'm just seeing like his cap numbers. Cap numbers like ten million dollars for this. So I'm saying let's get this guy for he's thirty. So let's <laughs> say three years, and let's give him uh three years. Let's say fifteen million. So that'd bump him up to five million per. Actually, wait a minute, no, because his cap number. His cap number is yearly. All right, right? That's great. Only a hundred and five million to go. <laughs> I know. It's like it's like the old Wheel of Fortune show where they listen, had to buy items I'm and he just guy, keeps going around and around. No, and Pat Sajak, listen, do you like do you like the car? Do you like the bike? Do you like the crystal? No, set? no, no, no. Listen, what what's that game sh- no, there's a game show where you actually play where you have to like sort of you have to guess what a bunch of prices are, but at the same time you it's like you're shopping for stuff. Supermarket showdown. It's supermarket sweep. Yeah, that's it. It's something like that. Like, just give me, like, I if you told me, like, if you guys are picking four guys, I want to be able to pick seven. Kevin, you what? <laughs> well, give All me right, names. The, give me forget names, the money. man. Just forget the money. Give, just give name me names. Two more guys. I spent two hundred twenty million on five guys in my WWL. All right, column, well, fine then. Here, let me see then. Two thousand seventeen undrafted free agents in uh, a grade. All right, we don't need a center. <laughs> we don't need a cornerback. <laughs> the hell is a DI? It's DL, these assholes with these goddamn weird interior. ass uh, defensive interior. That's horseshit. Uh, all right, Darius Butler. No, no, no. Screw it. I like Logan Ryan then. We'll go Logan Ryan. We'll go Morris Claiborne. LSU. I've, com- I've completely changed the the <laughs> nature shit. of our uh, oh, of our defense. And then let's see. I, I let's uh, screw it. Let's go uh TJ Lang. That guard. That's actually not that and bad. Then, He's pretty good. He's old. And then at up. linebacker. Let's go Zach Brown band. <laughs> uh, and then uh, and then center, let's go DJ Swearinger. Why not? Cool. Sure. You yeah. know, you know what though, but but the, the point is Kevin and talking through it is an interesting thing is the, the the philosophy that you do in free agency. Do you go huge money or do you bargain shop like the Saints did last year and I you know the results say what the Saints did last year is the way to go Andrew like that's the result that's what New England does that's what other like that's what his that's what the track record says to do but Andrew I don't think the Saints are doing that no I, I think they're going yep. yellow Yo, so so I've only made two moves I, I've so spent a hundred million on Ryan and and Ziegler <laughs> Um, so I'll, I'll throw the three million thirty at fairly. Um, so that puts me at one hundred and thirty million, and then we'll do two years, ten million for Corderell. Um and then maybe you know two years, ten million for Sterling Moore. Here's 
that's an interesting thing. I think, and I'm look, I'm not a combine guy because whatever they run and jump around. I watch it, but I don't really give a shit. But here's the thing, Andrew: the the corners apparently like killed it at the combine, right? Like they yeah. look they look yeah. phenomenal. And the thing that I saw on Twitter yesterday and today was like that the the rookie corners being all, all, potentially awesome. It kills the mid range third and fourth corner free agents because teams will be like why am I going to pay Sterling Moore five million dollars when I can get a guy in the fourth round that can do the same thing and I can pay him four years five million for the whole time so it'll kill that mid-range free agent market which will be interesting because we were thinking I was thinking Sterling Moore was going to get five or six million I don't think I think he might get like like four years, like twelve million. Like I think it's, I think that's really true. I think it may have crushed the fourth cornerback market, but we'll see. So, Dave, what do you got for me? Your final move, if you have any money left. I definitely don't have any money left. I blew it all. <laughs> blew it up. So now we'll get to the 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 questions. What she said. Yeah, the questions on the podcast. Uh, let's see. Um. Uh, Robert asked. Kevin, if we traded Cooks for 18th pick and got Barnett, a defensive end, Reddick, a linebacker, Azawi, a cornerback, Morgan, a guard, and McGuire, a running back, would you be happy? Sure. <laughs> you have five guys for one player? Well, I mean, that would be the draft. That would be their whole draft. Uh, five guys, but how many cups? <laughs> <laughs> This 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 joke. is not a question, but this is from the Todd Newberg. This is a, make a hamburger joke. This is a this is a text that he sends back to or an email that he sends back to his friend every March fourteenth, and I want to read it. Fucking perfect. If you haven't heard, the Saints have acquired free agent Drew fucking Breeze for six <laughs> fucking years, $60 million. I couldn't think of a better fit other than Neil O'Donnell. Fuck those motherfucking fucks. He sends it to his friend every year on March 14th. I think it's awesome. Uh, they, uh, Here's one. Yeah, thing. and apologies to that guy uh, on Facebook who, uh, when I posted the podcast, and he he said uh, too much cursing for my liking, but thanks anyway. <laughs> His, Sorry about that yeah, guy. This is from Dylan, uh, Dave. Forget Cooks for a second. What is the one crazy thing Saints will do in free agency this year? Uh. <laughs> Nick Fairley, a multi-year contract. Yeah. That's uh, fucking crazy. The foul Stupid crazy. <laughs> Michael asked. The stupid, fa- stupid, dumbass crazy. I'm just going to th- – that I cannot wait. Because if, <laughs> if they sign Nick Fairley, he's getting $9 million a year, Dave. You're just going to have to st- st- accept it. The Falcons accumulate- – That's fine if he gets $9 million a year if, as long as he gets it for one year. <laughs> the Falcons will accumulate their next 25 losses in the next three years over under. I'm going to say – I'm going to say no because that would, I mean, 25 losses in three years. That's a lot of fucking losses, buddy. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, that's eight and eight every season. That's like eight and eight, 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 and seven and nine. Oh, that's, that's still though. I don't, I don't know. Well, maybe. I think. Yeah, you're right. My math is terrible. Uh, Andrew, you can only pick mm-hmm. one Zietler or Logan Ryan. Oh, don't do this to me. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> I guess you got to go defense. Give me Logan Ryan. Uh, this is from Balky. Bring back, bring back Jari Evans. <laughs> this is from, this is ba- this is from Balky, Kevin. This time next year, which Saints player will be will we be talking about trading away to get picks to help us fix the defense again? <laughs> I'm just gonna listen. I have I'm I'm completely talking out of my ass. I'm actually saying this on air. Uh, I mean, everybody knew it, but I'm actually saying it. I'm talking out of my ass, so screw it. Drew Brees. <laughs> well, Drew Brees can walk <laughs> after next year, I guess. So, uh, Andrew, this is interesting. Is, is Chris? Wait, Law- I thought he had two. Wait, I thought he had two more years. <laughs> no, yes, this year, and then he can void it out, and he can leave. Ah, shit. Yeah. Drew Brees will be here after he's 40. I promise you that. 
Andrew, this is an interesting question. Is Chris Long a potential sleeper for the Saints to grab in free agency? Yeah, I like Chris Long. Why is um, he better than why is he different from than Paul Kruger? Uh I'm not sure that he is. I'm not sure that he is. Uh if you had to choose between the Saints getting Andre Ellington or Cordera Corderell Patterson free agency. Who would you take, Dave? Uh, we we all took Corderell Patterson already. Yeah, but Andre Ellington's interesting. If you, I mean, if you could get him, I guess it would. It would to me, you'd want Patterson over Ellington. But the the, the thing is, what what's the price? Um, let's see. Um, uh, this is from Falcon. Falcoholic Matt, which is faster, Cook's forty time or Saints fans turning on him? <laughs> mm, I would say Saints fans turning on him. They turned on him quick, boy. They were they were on him last week to get the fuck out of Dodge. Uh, this is from Alfredo uh, Andrew. After the combine, uh, have you fallen in love with any particular players? Uh, yeah, a lot. Um... A lot of corners today, I'll tell you that, man. Jeez. I mean, the time, the 40 times, and just the other measurables, too. Um, I mean, some of these guys from a size perspective. Um, I mean, how could you not like the receiver, John Ross, from Washington? Dude, I mean, you got, he he's got to wear Adidas stuff, he, though, and get the free island. That's, that, yeah, to I me, mean, is poor I, I mean, that guy is so fast, and, and he was already a stud. I mean, he was already a beast in college. Um, I still like... Derek Barnett. I mean, I'm still a big fan of his. Um, I think Miles Garrett totally confirmed that he's the number one pick uh, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, so, you know, McCaffrey is a guy I'm really high on. You know, if, if he falls to the Saints or if the Saints get a second first round pick or. Is he cool? Uh, Are you cool with him at 18? That seems a little high. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, if you lose a guy like Brandon Cooks, I think you can kind of replace his deep threat element by getting just a speedster. Um, but I think you've got to get a playmaker that you can go to the ball with, you know? And, and to me, I would actually prefer a satellite back to replace. Any, me and Kevin are for anything that we don't have to watch cadet drop balls. I don't, I don't think Cooks was ever that good at kind of like the, the jet sweeps and the screen passes and, you know, kind of the misdirection stuff. I mean, as good as Cooks was, I always thought he was kind of garbage at that stuff. I mean, it just it just never really worked. And, you know, they tried to make him do a little bit of the Sproul stuff. Um, so, you know, you get a guy like McCaffrey um, or Dalvin Cook of Florida State. I mean, th- those are the guys that um, can, can make that stuff work. So, I mean, to have a guy like that would be awesome. Uh, Kevin, do you think Mickey Loomis gets the shake like a gambling addict the day before free agency starts. Hmm. That's from Joe. No, no, no. I, I, I think he's more concerned about, uh, about crushing up some, uh, some pills in uh, Tom Benson's ice cream. <laughs> Does Benson even know what they're like? Do you think they like, if they sign Zietler for the 60, do they even run it by Benson or do they just do it? They have to run it by Lausha or something, but they don't. Have, they don't run. They it run by it by. La- they they run it by Lausha. They don't run it by Benson though, right? No, no. Lausha is the one making the decision. <laughs> Ralph, you asked what's the difference between Paul Kruger and Chris Long. I'm just gonna say this. Kruger. They're, bo- they're both 31. Kruger has 35 career sacks. Um, Long has f- almost 60. Um, so, you know, close to double and they're the same age and long as a part-time pass rusher last year had four sacks Kruger as a full-time starter had 1.5. I don't, I don't, I think long is a much better pass rusher. I think long for anything less than 5 million is fair. Like he got eight or nine from new England, right? Yeah, for one year, right? So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, my thing with Long is as long as he's not the answer, it's fine. Um, yeah. So, um, before we get out of here and remind everybody they need to donate, $12, only five uh, donations away from a second show. Um, Kevin, 
you can give me a player or you can give me a team or you can give me whatever. And remember, the, the window opens tomorrow where teams can start talking to players and agreeing to deals. So you might start seeing stuff like team, you know, the Jaguars are going to pay $100 million to this player. They can't do it till Thursday. What is going to be the first move of free agency by either a team or whatever that people are going to be like, I can't believe that just the Cleveland Browns fucking (laughs) doing what just (laughs) Uh, I got it I don't know the Cleveland Browns doing something incredibly stupid (laughs) I know what they're going to do uh, Andrew, what are they going to do? It's going to be the Cleveland Browns, and they're what's that quarterback from the Bucks? The backup, Glennon. Oh, Mike Glennon. Oh my God, my, they're going to give Mike Glennon eighteen million a year <laughs> for four years. <gasps> so that would be, be seventy. They're going to make 70, him the next Brock Osweiler. Seventy-two. That is such a Brown move, Dave. What's going to happen? What's going to be the first crazy move? Of oh man, well if if if. If, if the Browns are going to jump in and do something crazy, then the Redskins have to say, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> so the Redskins have to do something really stupid. Uh, who knows? Maybe they'll do, you know, what I said. Maybe they'll give the Panthers two first-round picks for Kawan Short or something stupid like that. Uh, nah, shit, I, I have, so the Redskins I have, I have, are going to do the thing that you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something totally dumb. I, I, I'm going to say totally stupid. My prediction you you mentioned the Redskins, it's going to involve the Redskins and a team from the NFC South. The Bucks are going to give Deshaun Jackson 4 years 70 million. No, come on. No <laughs> way. Jesus, that's not happening. No way. That would be what? 15 50 that would be be 17 and a half million a year. That's totally possible. That's my prediction. I'm telling you, they need a they need a deep threat for for Winston. That's my prediction. So, uh, thanks to everybody for joining us. Um, listen, you people, come Thursday when I am shit faced at that German restaurant, you are going to be texting me and twittering me saying we need it. We need an emergency. Snapchatting you. Yes, we need an emergency podcast because the Saints they just traded Cooks and they signed Zietler. We need an emergency podcast now. And we're going to be like, and, you, you got to wait and, till Monday because... No, Ralph's, and Ralph's going to say, if you had fucking donated, yes, then you would qualify can. for that extra podcast. And that's what we could have used the podcast on. So fucking donate, you son of a bitch. That's right. That's what I'm going to say. Wait, was that Ralph or Dave? That was Dave. <laughs> that was Dave. And that's going to happen. And then I'm going to order another schnitzel and another liter of beer. But if you donate the five... $12 donation before Thursday, you can get a bonus podcast this month. So go ahead and do it. And so, a boner podcast. Yes, too. and a boner. Sponsored by Viagra. So for Dave, for Andrew, and Kevin, uh, until next week or maybe sooner, uh, the bar <laughs> is closed. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.